Rob Yeoman and welcome to another episode of the pod Well Travelled and welcome to Travel Editor Stephen Scalfield. Now look, um, we're going to be talking about Uluru because you're just back from one of those um, amazing direct flights, this time from Albany yep. to Uluru. You're, you're soon to go uh, on another direct flight, but we'll talk about that later. For now, yeah. Uluru, well, quite true. which is, all, which is endlessly fascinating. Yeah. Uluru, um, last weekend, so three days in Uluru, which is um, three days, two nights. It's, it's fantastic, intense experience. Mm. Um, and I, we're making the point now that from Perth and West Australia, where we're based, of course, to Uluru, there are no direct flights usually, um, not sort of normal services. Mm, um, mm. The only way to get there is through, well, mainly for us, through Alice Springs. But not, NT now has been chartering planes and flying direct between Perth and Uluru. Mm. Um, and we partnered with them and put a twist on it because it was really keen to do something for the South Coast. So sure. last weekend, in fact, we did start from Perth and took some guests with us from here. But then we picked up 40... Um, people in Albany and flew direct to Uluru. Mm. And I suppose the overarching interesting thing for me for the weekend that to fly direct from Albany to the heart of Australia only takes two hours and 20 minutes. Incredible. Mm. Yeah. It was really interesting because, you know, coming from, you know, the granite and the Southern Ocean into the Red Heart so quickly was really quite a dramatic contrast for me anyway. And did I mean I'm not sure at what altitude you're flying? Did you get to see much of the landscape below as you were flying across? Uh, we did initially, yes. Mm. Initially, we sort of came along the coast. Right. Um, this is a plane that's empty now, which is part of Holidays Australia, which right. is you know great friends there. We've done lots of projects with them, and we chartered this uh, Virgin Australia plane actually, a Fokker 100. So we flew sort of along the coast and um, and then cut straight up amazing amount of water across the country and particularly coming home when the light was, was very good mm. just lots of patches of water through the desert you know so we were sort of south of Warburton there through the Blackstone Range and so on and it was just it was sparkling with water which oh, is so interesting mm. and Uluru itself um, has had quite consistent rain so the country the spin effects is that deep burnt golden oh, colour mm. the water holes are full um, quite interesting didn't see so many birds this time because there's so much water everywhere that they disperse Okay, um, but just fabulous to see the country looking so good and Mutajula waterhole which is you know a great a super little walk in there lots of very interesting stories to be told by the guides and um, uh, particularly the of Ananu creation stories from that area. And the waterhole is absolutely full and fresh, which was so exciting. I mean, the way you're telling it, it's, it's a very visual experience. And fortunately, um, you also led um, some photo walks with, with mobile phones. Yeah, we did. Um, I, I did. I did a couple because, um, you know, it's quite interesting to to get a bit more out of the phone, to really treat it as a camera. Yes. And uh, I must say, the first seven or eight minutes of that little photo walk setup that we do in itself is quite enlightening to people where you, you know, you sort of just discuss how you hold, use the phone, start to talk about buttons which are common across all the phones, you know. 
Um, and then we we did quite a bit with um, a lot of fun with composition because you've got the big landscapes and horizons and you know all the buildings around Yulara. Mm. So yeah, we did that for fun too. And of course, we went to most of us went to the Sounds of Silence dinner, which starts with um, just before sunset up on top of a dune, okay. overlooking Uluru, watching the Uluru as the sun sets, and then. Uh, walked down this beautiful red sandy path to the sound of a didgeridoo player and have dinner out under the stars. And then there's a stargazer who's very entertaining and, and in light talks his way through the sky, which was fantastic. We went to Bruce Munro's field of light, Mm. which is, um, globes or, you know, they're not actually globes, they're lights right across the landscape. It looks like kind of everlasting. It's just the, as the light dies, it's such a beautiful and uh, uh, an inspiring inspira- um, uh, installation. Mm. And we stayed it's a, quite interesting for me because you know I guess the thing it's, it's quite important to explain that Yulara is the township which is now set away from Uluru and Katatuta. Um and within it's still called Ayers Rock Resort. The whole kind of setup, which is odd because the Ayers Rock name doesn't get used much anymore. Mm. It's owned by Voyagers, which is uh, an indigenous uh, uh, company, organization. And within Ayers Rock Resort, there are a lot of different kind of aspects. So lots of people will have heard of or perhaps stayed at Sales in the Desert, which is the sort of five-star hotel. Mm. There's Emu Apartments. There's the Lost Camel, which I stayed at last time, which is the least expensive of them. But we stayed at Desert Garden Hotel, and I really recommend that to to anyone who's listening. If you're heading out that way, Desert Garden is sort of a bit smaller, and I feel it's smaller and more intimate, and the restaurant and so on is it's just a bit more personal than the um, than sales. And mm. um, although you can sales is you know 150 meters away, and I walked down there for dinner one night. Um, so Desert Garden's a pretty pretty good little trick there. Very good rooms refurbished, nice pool, gardens. As you say, just given the short amount of time you've been there, and you've done this on previous trips to Uluru, you've managed to pack so much in. It's just incredible. And as you say, it's a very intense, you know, few days. Yeah, it felt pretty restful. I mean, you know. Oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> it's not we're on the go all the time. Yes. There's time to walk along to the town square where yes. our local people will be painting and selling their works and to mm, the okay. shops and all those sorts of things. Um, so, you know, there's plenty of time, but really, I probably just, I'm just feeling that because everything's opened up and we're all thinking internationally and, you know, mm. we're, we're certainly flying and traveling internationally. Mm. Um, it's probably, you know, towards the end of these direct flights. I'm, I don't want to preempt that because NT now have just been fantastic for mm. the last two and very kind of gutsy. Um, in chartering planes and giving us you know, wonderful options to fly. But, um, you know, as we look at broader horizons, I think it's a really good time just to, if you, if you haven't done that, it was quite interesting because a lot of the people from Albany were saying, oh, um, you know, all our friends are talking about this and they're going to come on the next one. And, you know, but there won't be a next one. <laughs> be a real one-off. Um, so... Particularly at the moment, we've been writing about this. If you see something good and you want to do it, you just grab it now. The, yeah. There are so many vagaries in the world: the price of fuel, mm, exactly. the shortage of the air crew, 
all these sort of problems coming on, um, you know, and everything else that we're, we're living with means that it's a very changeable world. So if you see something or you see an airline price that you think is fair, grab it because everything's going to keep changing very rapidly over the next six and 12 months. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, now, just quickly to go back to to the whole phones thing, um, you and our good colleague Moens Johansson are going to be doing another photo walk with phones uh, much closer to home for us in Perth, yeah. which is East Perth, Claysbrook Road. Yeah, July, July 3rd. Mm. Yeah, East Perth. We've got a nice little walk planned out. Well, Moens planned it. Mm. Um, to give him all the credit, of course. Moens planned it. Um, it's, a, it's a different little venue for us. Um, we... And it'll give us some contrast because we like to have, you know, urban landscape. We've got obviously got the water down there, the river. We've got the option. We've got the, the chance of not getting converging parallels in our architecture, which will be very nice. Mm. Um, we'll show how people have to do that. You know, how to use kind of short panels in architecture is very useful. Mm. Um, so lots of bleeding lines. Lots of lots of compositional opportunities down there. So I'm looking forward to that one very much. Beautiful. Ju- July the third. July the third, and you can book yeah. just on our on our website, westtravelclub.com.au yeah. forward slash hey. events. Yeah, and the, the the photo walks that you and I are doing in Albany uh, next month. Well, the first that's the first true. one certainly full. Mm. Um, so the second one, which is on the Sunday, um, that's still July, good places. Is, I think so, but I'd, gee, I'd be quick because well, the first one's yeah. slightly oversubscribed. But yes, I'd be very quick. Um, that's at City of uh, City of Albany event. Mm. Uh, City of Albany very kindly is sponsoring that, so it's free for participants. Um, so have a quick look for that. Um, I think you book it through Eventbrite. Um, so look for the photo walks in Albany. Mm, okay, good advice. Now, before we Must leave, be the, sorry, go on. What did you say? Uh, and also, I think it's it's really important that you know, you know, we we bring you and I in particular bring um, both all all operating systems you know under our belts, from iOS with Apple and Android. Yeah, so any any Android, Android phones. Apple. We're trying to cover so, you know, all the different bases. Very broad. Yes. No, absolutely. So certainly, the, certainly, the weekend. You know, there were more Android phones than iPhones. Is that true? By a long way. Yeah, that, that by a long is, way. That actually surprises me, and it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, look, yeah, be, before, we, before, before we leave the subject of phones and talk about your other much longer direct flight, I just wanted to ask you about this because, you know, you're continually surprised about the level of knowledge of different people that come on these walks. And it seems to me that people treat phones for three primary reasons, either, either social media or they are actual phones for texting and talking to people or they are purely cameras. And I have to admit, I probably fall into the latter camp. I, I see it almost virtually as, as nothing but a, a camera. Yeah. I mean, is that the sense you get? that you, you know? And, then yeah, something, and if, they, if they focus on one of those areas, they know virtually next to nothing about the other two areas. Yes, that's a very interesting observation. Yes, it is true. Um, um, The interesting thing with the photo walks with phones is that, um, you know, if if you talk about fundamental, as soon as, as as, you know, you you start by saying, do we all remember cameras? Oh, yeah, we remember cameras. Well, everything you knew about cameras, you apply to this, you know, that we used to be obsessed with, you know, keeping the lens clean on that Mm. camera. I mean, you wouldn't take your expensive camera and throw it in your in your handbag with your keys. 
which is what we do with our phone. Mm. So, you know, we don't, you know, taking care of the lens, keeping the lens clean. And then we used to hold a camera very firmly, you know, up to uh, before digital, you know, we, you'd hold it up to your face and you'd, you'd have a very strong position. And now we hold a phone out, you know, with two hands, take one off and tap it. You know, it's exactly what you wouldn't have done to a camera. No, no, exactly. But just thinking about some of those fundamentals is quite interesting. And, and, and then... No, sorry, I was going to say, with, while, while you're on this subject, to treating the, 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 the phone with more care, you and I are both fans of the, uh, the Otterbox Defender um, cases. And so I think as you start to get into the higher-end phones and you've spent a lot of money, as you would on a camera, you tend to want to get the best protection for it as well, don't you? Exactly right. I mean, the, the first thing that I used to do, and you know, a lot of people used to do, with, with a brand-new camera lens was to buy a, you know, a very hard, dense UV filter. Yes, Yes. On the end of that, to protect the lens. Mm. Exactly right. You know, so um, once once you've been with all phones, very quickly showing people how to focus and to take control of exposure, you know, immediately just with those four points, you've kind of shifted their thinking, shifted the thinking about the phone, and, and suddenly you're thinking about it as a camera. So it's quite interesting to see how quickly. Um, the photography will improve. Yeah, and people are able to transition. I, I just wanted to mention, too, you talked about how to take um, photographs. You either, you know, you, you press one of the side buttons, you tap the screen, but there is a third option, and that is, that is just to say, shoot, and it shoots. Yeah. You know, there are a lot yeah. of phones that are attuned to your voice commands now as well, and that is a That's fantastic right. option, isn't it? Because you're not having to do anything to disturb the phone at all. That's right. No That's vibrations, right. no nothing. That's right. So, leaving phones aside for the moment, you're about to head off where and why? Yeah, the um, direct flight between Perth and Rome, uh, the inaugural flight is on Saturday, uh, June the 25th. So, I shall be on that, um, along with, you know, lots of uh, airline officials, government officials. It's a very big deal to have that new flight. Look, uh, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Because if if you'd asked me 12 months ago what would follow the direct Qantas flight from Perth, between Perth and London, which was being reinstated, you know, which is now reinstated, um, I'd have probably said Paris. So mm. Rome is quite interesting, isn't it? Um, and I think it's, it's really timely for us that Qantas are doing this. Um, Alan Joyce is coming over personally for, for this flight. You know, so it's a very big deal for them. Um, and Richard Goyder, the chairman's over here for it as well. Um, it opens up southern Europe for us. So in some ways, it's, it's more useful than a Paris flight because you, you choose between London and Paris, which is fine. But um, having this flight into Rome, given all that's happening in the northern parts of Europe and the repercussions of, Russia's war in Ukraine, mm. you know, in, in the neighbouring countries. Um, you know, we, I'm certainly concentrating on Southern Europe um, for certainly for this year and into next year. And I think that Rome gives us that easy access to lots of uh, lots of parts of Southern Europe. So it's, it's a really fantastic... It really makes you know, sense, yeah. ...stepping stone, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. We're looking at 16... They've... They, Got it on my itinerary, 16 hours, 20, 
five, I think they're, and slightly less, about 60 now as they're coming back. So um, it'd be interesting to see what the actual flight time is. I'm guessing that they've over, you know, overestimated so that when, you know, you'd rather be early than late. Um, but that's the sort of timing of it. Mm. It's sort of 16 plus hours direct. Wow. I think it'll be, you know, it'll be a very successful service. You think so? So not yeah. just for Rome itself, of course, and getting into Italy, but, um, you know, from there, it's, a, it's a, you know, there's a nice connection from Spain, Portugal, Greece, um, across to Croatia, of course. So, you know, and you can be on budget airlines pretty easily out of there. All flight paths lead to Rome or from Rome. Yes, all absolutely. From Rome, indeed. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I, yeah, obviously I'm looking forward to it. Um, there's a, you know, Dubbo Tourism and uh, very involved in this whole project because, you know, while while you and I and Moans and all our Penny and all our colleagues, we're sort of very interested in, in outbound, as it's called in the industry. You know, we're interested in all the places that our audience can go. Um, but of course, for Dubbo Tourism, it's very important to bring Italians and other Europeans inbound, you know, for the tourism industry here. No, absolutely, here. absolutely, of course. So yeah. that's, um, that's a very big part of the project, of course, for the WA government is to encourage uh, visitors here and to make it easier to get to Perth, you know. And I think Perth does have a reputation now as uh, around the world. It was, you know, it is known that uh, around Australia we have uh, Slightly dubious reputation for all the border opening and closing. <laughs> sure, yes. But around yes. the world, we are we do have a reputation for being, you know, probably, well, certainly one of the best places in the world coming through the pandemic. So, you know, that is known. It's a feature of of what we are now. Yes, no, no, absolutely. I mean, it is so interesting too to feel a part of the international community again and the international travel yeah. community again too. And it just it literally yeah. opens up a world of possibilities yeah. for us now. Well, it does, but, uh, but I must say that, and we've been writing this also, and Jeffrey Thomas, our aviation editor, has been writing this, is that the price of fuel, which is affecting us all in every way, um, but certainly it's affect, it, will, it, it will continue to affect airlines. You know, the price of jet fuel going up as it has been um, is just um, a massive cost. So mm. air, airfares will absolutely rise because because of that cost. And we're seeing that already. I mean, we're seeing when things opened up, we sort of saw Europe at $1,600, $1,800 return economy, and now it's 3000 you know. So that will just continue, as it does in, in everything else in our lives now. Well, yeah, you know, look, and, and it's really interesting because it, it, it virtually takes us back to the bad old days when, you know, flying was expensive, you know, yeah. this this idea of, of of the cheap flight is a relatively recent thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's quite true. As that, that is true, and um, you know, look, probably three thousand return to Europe is a more sensible figure than you know than it it has been. That's mm. probably what the, the true kind of cost is. The true cost is yes, exactly. I mean, you can look back into the eighties, and you were paying the nineteen eighties, late nineteen eighties, and you were paying. Fourteen hundred dollars return with Malaysian Airlines, mm, for example. Sure, right. So, yeah, that's right. You know, or nearly or three over three decades later, <laughs> um, 
$3,000 is probably a very fair effort. It, um, yeah, it does put it all into perspective. Well, look, Stephen, it's been great talking to you. Good luck on the flight. It's, it's very exciting, and we look forward to hearing about it here. And In fact, I'm hoping to talk to you, aren't I, while you're, right, yeah. while you're there yep. for the pod? Yep. That'll be amazing. Yep. We'll, we'll, we'll talk from there next week. Mm. Um, you know, we'll have done the flight, and I'll be probably sitting on the end of the Spanish steps or, you know. <laughs> of course you will be, yes. Having a little uh, short black in the Piazza Navona <laughs> and uh, in the sizzling European summer. Sizzling? You should be taking a dip in the, in the, in the Trevi Fountain. <laughs> <laughs> Along with Sophia Loren. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, there's a thought. All right. Well, look, as you say, we'll be catching up then. Um, in the meantime, yep. stay safe and um, look forward to talking again soon on the pod. Well, Thanks, Will. Yeah, talk next week.